Welcome back to the Sister Spirituality Podcast. My name is Michaela, and I'm here with Martha. And today we're just going to do another episode on religion and sisterhood. So, Martha, when did you join Chi Omega? I recently joined. I joined in spring 2019. Great. Okay, so we're just going to start off talking about what religion you identify as practicing, or if someone asked you what religion you are, how would you answer the question? Um, I would either say that I'm a Christian or a follower of Jesus. It just depends who I'm talking to, I guess. Right. So would you say that you kind of align with any particular type, like Methodist or Baptist or anything like that, or do you have a certain like brand of church that you... Uh, would prefer over maybe the other ones? Um, the church I go to now is Baptist, but there's a lot of, like, overlap with the different, um, yeah, I don't know the right word, I guess, branch right. yeah, branches <laughs> of um, different types. But, yeah, either Baptist or, like, non-denominational. So kind of, like, a mix of everything. Okay, great. So when you were growing up, um, were you active in church and were your parents both Christian or is this something you more came into as an adult? So we grew up going to a Presbyterian church um, literally since I was I could talk could right. walk you know um, both of my parents kind of met the Lord during college mm-hmm. um, but growing up I went to church because my parents went it wasn't like I wanted to or like it was fun it was like oh well if that's what they're doing you know I don't really have a choice because I'm young um, but they encouraged you to come with them. Right. Like, it was never like, oh, do you want to come? It was like, all right, Sunday we're going to church. So it wasn't necessarily a choice versus, like, we did that on Sunday mornings. Right. So um, would you say that now that you're an adult, it is more of a choice or that maybe some aspects of how you grew up sort of shape your relationship with God now? Or Yeah, I think especially around, like, middle school, high school, I was kind of figuring out, you know, like – am I going to go to church because my parents want me to, or am I going to go because I want to is kind of that, you know, you're growing up and you're making these decisions and you're saying, all right, since I'm becoming more of a quote unquote adult, I need to start deciding what I want to do, not what my parents want me to do. Um, and so around, I would say around high school is when I was like, no, I'm going because now I desire to go and I like want to learn more about the Lord. Um, versus when I was younger and it was kind of like, well, I'm going. Right. So, do you think that um, part of the reason you pursued it in later years was because you saw that it had a positive impact on your parents and people around you, or do you think that it was more of a so personal journey or a combination of both? I think, I would say both. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up, like, it was something we did as a family, but we didn't really talk about it, like, we didn't really sit down and like, oh, what's the Lord teaching you? What are you learning? How is he growing you? It was just kind of like something we did. And we bonded over like being Christians, but it was never like us going and talking about it and sitting down, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but the older I got, the more I was like, no, like I've seen the Lord work in my heart. I've seen mm-hmm. him work in my friend's heart. And that like created the desire like, okay, I want to go um, and I want to have a relationship with him. So it wasn't necessarily my parents it was more of my friends, but also just my own, like, walk with the Lord, seeing him work and being like, no, I want to learn more about that. Right. No, that definitely makes sense. Okay, so you've talked a little bit about, um, I guess, God 
working in your life and working in other people's lives or improving their lives or whatever <laughs> the uh, context of that phrase would be. Um, do you want to elaborate a little bit on that so that the listeners know what you're talking to and I can get a better understanding of what that really means? Yeah. Okay. So when I was younger, it was a lot of like, oh, give that to the Lord, trust the Lord in that. Um, and obviously, like, I was, I knew the Lord, but I didn't really know the Lord. And so I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? You know, like, if I'm going through a hard time or, like, I'm struggling, like, what do you mean give it to the Lord? Like, if I don't truly feel like I know him yet, like, what am I supposed to do and just, like, let it disappear into thin air, you know? Right. Um, and Can I interrupt you for one second? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Just to clarify, um, so when you say, um, like, know the Lord, that yeah. would mean that you would like fully have what I'm assuming correct me if I'm wrong like a a one-on-one sort of connection or a personal tie to like your higher power or sorry I just want to like when yeah you're, when you're speaking I really want to like know exactly what you're talking about so that's the only reason I want to interrupt you Not, no yeah you're so good um yeah so like having a relationship with the Lord meaning right. like spending time in scripture like opening up the bible and reading it and praying um but also just believing in the power of the lord and like what he can do and what he does do like even though he's up in heaven like what he's doing here on earth so that would be like right yeah so knowing so knowing the lord would would in a way be um a spiritual connection like to him or to your higher power through these different practices right okay cool makes exactly makes sense i just wanted to for my own clarification. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so could please continue to talk about, so you're talking about if you don't fully know him or I guess realize the potential of that connection, then how are you supposed to like trust right. that your, like your worries and your faults will be like healed and handled? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think like more than anything, the Lord really captures people's hearts. Like through tough situations and I don't really know like I don't understand why that's a thing but Mm -hmm. it's easier to rely on a higher power when you're struggling you know when life is good and everything's fine it's like well I'm good why would I need extra help right um but when life is tough I think that's when we're like shoot I can't do this on my own Mm -hmm. and through middle school and high school that was kind of my moment of like I'm struggling you know right school has always been really hard for me me too and in middle school I learned that I had dyslexia Mm -hmm. and ADHD and through that, I was like, well, that kind of sucks because kind of need skills in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but after, like, really relying, like, starting to rely on the Lord in middle school and then continuing that in high school, yes, I still have dyslexia and ADHD. Right. But it allowed me to, like, know that struggling with it, but struggling with it with the Lord allowed me to know, like, okay, I know who holds my tomorrow, and because of that, like, I'm going to get through it. Right. Um, so, so when you say rely on the Lord, in, in a sense, it's like you know that this is for a purpose to – and maybe not for, for a purpose in the sense of this is supposed to happen to me and I'm supposed to be in pain, but for a purpose in the sense of, like, you feel or think that this is – this is for a maybe a higher purpose or for a greater understanding of something to come does that make like yeah is it or when you say you're struggling and 
you're giving you're giving those struggles to the Lord and you're like praying for guidance is it more of just like a I know everything's going to be okay and like this is part of a greater picture or tell me if I'm like I want to fully understand yeah yeah yes and no um Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a little sidetrack so I apologize yeah go for it but um so in the beginning of the bible before like any other human was created Adam and Eve were creative Mm -hmm. as a believer this is what I believe um and they like everything was perfect we lived in they lived in a perfect world um and then God literally was like, you can eat from any tree except for that one. And he, like, pointed to a tree, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, fa- I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And then they ate from it. And then that's when sin entered the world. Mm-hmm. So my take on, like, bad things happening is that God doesn't necessarily, like, look at, you know, death or cancer, whatever the bad thing is, and just like, mm-hmm. oh, I really want that to happen. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's not the God that I serve. But because of sin, bad things do happen. And God allows them to happen, not because, like, obviously he doesn't want it, but because, you know, we had that choice and we ruined that by choosing sin. Um, And so, you know, when struggles come up, and, like, especially with dyslexia and ADHD and just different trials throughout my life, my my mindset is that, okay, the Lord doesn't want this to happen, but he's still going to grow and use me through it. Um, And so... With dyslexia and ADHD, it's been, uh, for me going through it, has allowed me to be an advocate for others. To say, I know what it feels like to have that, and, like, I'm in school to be a teacher, and that's, like, why I'm in school to be a teacher. Because I know what that struggle feels like firsthand, Mm -hmm. and I want other people to know that they're still intelligent, and they're still going to do great in life, despite that. So Yeah, completely makes sense. If it would be okay just to reach a more full understanding of how God has a relationship to individuals and more specifically your life and how he has um, power over people in this life or how he has a relationship with people in this life. Can you talk a little bit about um, if you think people are born sinful or neutral or good and um, how that would relate to maybe how someone lives their life as a Christian person or how you would say you live your life as a Christian person? Yeah, so because of the fall, meaning like when Adam and Eve sinned, um, I do believe that we like literally out of the womb are sinful. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's tough realizing that and realizing like, you know, I have just so much sin in me. Like that's just not a fun thing to like realize. but because God sent his son Jesus on the cross, as believers, we believe that by him dying on the cross, he literally was thinking about every single person to ever live and all of their sins that they would commit and took the punishment. So back in like, I don't want to say the olden days, but the olden days, right? I, yeah. um, <laughs> they would, every time like you ask God to forgive you of your sins, they would like slay an animal and meaning like, right. So, so I'm assuming you're referencing to um bce or or bc i guess Mm -hmm. so you would be referring to before what we would consider year zero or one Mm -hmm. um so jesus's death so you would be referring to the christian version of the old testament when you're speak right yeah okay yes making sure yes (laughs) yes we are on the same page yeah so up until that point, it was animals, you know, and then mm-hmm. Jesus came here on earth, and he was like, no, like, 
the ultimate sacrifice. Right. Right. Like he's going to take the place of all of that um, mm-hmm. so that animals don't have to die anymore. Praises. Um, because no one's trying to kill animals. Um, and so when that happened, um, that took the place of our sin. Right. Um, and so what I believe is that when you put your trust and faith in Jesus, like saying, like, I believe in Jesus Christ um, and wanting him to save you. That is when, like... He, like, absorbs it. Right. right. Kind of like a sponge, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm still a sinful human. I'm still sinning daily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that my sin is wiped clean because of what Jesus did on the cross. Right. Makes sense. So, um... Just... I have two things I want to yeah. talk about. I'm just going to say them both now so I don't forget. Um, one being, if you could maybe give me, like, an, ex- an example... Not anything crazy, but maybe an, an example of a sinful act and maybe mm-hmm. um, an example of how to sort of not, I don't want to say fix it, but maybe an example of how to um, come to terms with that or ask forgiveness. I know every yeah. religion sort of has a different way of like um, repentance or a different way of like handling how maybe negative things come across in our life so that would be like the first thing I want to talk about and then also just talking about um like the aspect of being saved and like sharing the word of Jesus yeah that's okay okay so let's talk first about if you could just give me an example of maybe a situation in which like a sin would occur and you know you can use like me as like the person or (laughs) or, no I mean like an example like you'd be like you if you were to go and do x y and z Mm -hmm. Just so that the example is, like, clear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't mind using myself. I'm yeah, part of... Yeah, you can use any, Yeah, anything. Part of just, like, living life for Christ is, like, admitting that you're sinful and, like, looking at yourself and being, like, I'm really struggling in this and, like... Right. Giving that to the Lord. So something that I struggle with is pride. And so pride meaning, like, not like, oh, I'm the best, better than the rest. You know, not like I don't walk around, like, <laughs> yeah. saying that. Um, but more of, like... I really care what people think of me. I really do. Oh, it's okay. hard for me not to um, people please. And part of that is like, it's a sin in the sense of I care more about what people think of me than what the Lord already declares that I am. Um, and so that's just something that's like genuinely been a sin in my life for like a long, long time. Right. Um, and part of what that looks like is one, admitting that to the Lord and asking for forgiveness, not mm-hmm. like, oh, Lord, please forgive me, you know, but like genuinely being like, okay, I realize this is a struggle in my life and like, Lord, would you first off take away that sin? Like, I don't want that in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But also like begging for forgiveness, knowing that it's not just like a free pass, but literally what he did on the cross, like me being so unworthy of what he did on the cross, like pay for that, which is insane and very baffling. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. No, that, that completely makes sense to me. So... Um, so in general, when we're referring to sin, maybe it would be, um, accurate to say that in a lot of cases, it's putting yourself above others. Maybe? Yeah. It's or like putting replacing yourself above something. God. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. So in a way it would be boiled down, super like dumbed down, simple version would be, um, selfishness over selflessness. Right. In a sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, all right, so, and then when you would do something sinful, um, you, you would, like, first, firstly, take that up with God, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you wouldn't 
take that up with another individual, like, primarily, right? Like right, that's prim- more like Catholicism. So if you're Catholic, you would go to, like, right. a priest or a pope. I think that's yeah. the same thing. I don't it's know. okay. <laughs> but, yeah. like, as just, you know, a believer, like a Christian, what I believe is that we can talk straight to God because Jesus died on the cross and, like, right. bear that and, you know, yeah. came no, the, through that connection, like, we were able yeah. to just No, I, I was just clarifying because yeah. um, in Judaism, it's it's all, like, person to person. Okay. It's, it's more of, like, individual to individual basis. And um, I know in, like, some other religions, especially Eastern religions, it's, also like that it's mm-hmm. it's very like mm-hmm. me to you you to me um, we all have energy and god within us and yeah if we settle it then it, it's settled so that was the only reason i was asking for that clarification not to no yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i think i think also like part of just so when i say living in community meaning like right. doing life with other believers mm-hmm. uh, part of that is admitting your sin to them not like this is what i'm struggling with but more than that like hey i'm struggling this can you pray with me Right. You know, can you walk me through this season? Um, and so, like, seeking out people who struggle in the same areas as you, uh, but also just, like, a sense of accountability. So that's also, like, yeah. but, like, if you're asking for forgiveness, that is, like, between you and the Lord. Right. To go into, I guess, the second part of the question, um, so going off of that, um, would you say that it's not maybe an essential part, but it's a big part of your faith to short, sort of share um, – the word of the Lord or the your calling to God or um, Jesus, I'm assuming they're all interchangeable words um, with, you know, yeah. But um, you would you would say that sharing that to other people would be important to you for multiple reasons. Um, one, to honor God, but two, also to sort of, I guess, not like help them save themselves. That sounds... Um, sounds not like the right words to use but I think you know what I'm trying to say like if if I was to know that you know my sister or my brother or um someone close to me um was going to like suffer and I could do something to help that or to like heal that or lessen that then I would you know I think any person would do that um so I guess what I'm asking is is do you feel like that is part of the work you do when, you know, if you share, Je- like, the word of Jesus or the Lord or you, like, bring people to Christianity or whatever. Because I know that that's kind of part of Christianity, just growing up with a Christian mother. Yeah, well, I think that's a good example of, like, if I see someone suffering, brother, sister, whatever, like, I would want to share it. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of my view on it is that the Lord created us to share with other people. Right. Um, and... You know, that looks about me being authentic about my faith and just admitting um, what my walk looks like, what the tough parts are, what the good parts are, and all of that. Um, And I'm someone who likes to be, like, open with life in general because I think there's a lot of freedom in just speaking up for what's on your heart. But, um, yeah, it's more than just, like, I hate when people are like, oh, are you trying to convert people? Because, like, I'm literally a human. Like, I don't do that. (laughs) I can't do that. You know, like... I believe. Right, because to you, not to interrupt you, yeah. but but to you, someone to like to convert to Christianity or to find Christianity, you wouldn't be able to do so because they right. would have to fully like recognize that interpersonal connection on their own. Right, okay. like it's the work of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and so because of that, like I don't humanly have the power to do that. Right, and so <laughs> all I'm called to do is like share my story and mm-hmm. share 
how Jesus has changed my life um, to others. But, like, past that, like, I can't do anything. And so it, it really does relieve a lot of, like, that weight off of you. Like, it's not like a converting game or a game of, like, everyone, like, needs to know this. Well, like, yes, I do believe that everyone needs to know this. It's not, like, it's me or they're not going to know. You know, like, it takes me mm-hmm. out of the equation, which is great. Right. Um, because Lord knows I couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, yeah, it is truly just like, I like to share my story and I believe that there's power in the name of Jesus. And because of that, like, I will never stop sharing it. But you think part of being a good Christian is sharing your story and your relationship with God? Yes, but I also don't think like being a good Christian is a thing. Okay. Can I guess what I, when I say good Christian, I guess I mean like on God's path or like the, like the path of someone who is like, I don't want to say a righteous individual because I don't, I don't want to misuse words, but I think you kind of understand what I'm saying. I'm saying part of being on a path of Christianity and on a path to know God in the, to the fullest extent that you can, um, you would say like sharing Christianity and sharing your experience is part of that journey. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the Lord knows everything. And so whether you go down the path that he, like, necessarily wanted you to and called you mm-hmm. to or not, like, either way he knows it's going to happen. And, like, that's the beautiful thing. Um, when it's more, it starts with a relationship with the Lord. And from that, like, you know, having that connection with the Lord, it's not like, oh, I have to go and share this. You know, it's like because he has wrecked your life so much, you want to. Right. No, that completely makes sense. So, um, so you, uh, just going off of what you said, you would align with the belief that when you die or like you cease to exist in this body, Mm -hmm. whatever that Mm -hmm. means, um, you would say that, you know, God judges you or whatever word in place of judge, but measures you or weighs your actions, whatever, and then you are put into an afterlife that would essentially be under the umbrella terms of heaven and hell, right? So, like, by umbrella terms of heaven and hell, I would mean, like, you are, like, saved to, like, a place of peace or not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do believe in heaven and hell. Um, I believe the one and only way to heaven is through Jesus, mm-hmm. um, through believing in Jesus, um, believing in the gospel, believing what he did on the cross is true. And I believe that anything else is hell, mm-hmm. um, which is terrifying. <laughs> but also, um, I think the nice part in that and the part that, again, takes weight off my shoulders is that there's nothing like putting your trust in Jesus and saying, I believe there's nothing that I can do that it's too far gone that Jesus or God would look at me and be like, oh, you've lost your place in heaven. Um, and so, because scripture says like the way and the truth and the life is found in him and only him. And so I just truly believe that, yeah, that's the one and only way to heaven. But from there, it's not like, yeah, no, yeah. that, that would, that would make sense given the background that we just spoke about. So that makes that is a logical progression from the place in which you're stemming, which is why I wanted yeah. the back background. So, um, to you, I guess, the things in this life or in this phase of um, being 
because, you know, some people believe in reincarnation, some people believe there's just nothing, whatever, you would say that there is, like, repercussions for this life in the next phase of existence, if there is one, and for the sake of this conversation, we're going to say there is. So, like, you would say, like, the things that happen here do matter. They're not just yeah. irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I believe that, like, you know, we live a life here on Earth, and then once we die, our bodies are disintegrated into the ground. Yeah. Um, but our souls are what go to heaven, and so that's, you know, there's a big emphasis in the Bible of, like, it doesn't matter what you look like, because, like, truly that doesn't matter in the kingdom. Yeah. Um, and... All those By things. kingdom, you mean heaven, right? Yes, okay. sorry, nope, sorry. you're fine. I just want to make sure that I know what you're talking about. Yeah, sorry, a lot of, like, biblical terms I'm throwing no, at you. Okay. So, <laughs> just throwing you right in. Um, but, yeah, I do think that, like, he has us here for a reason on earth and for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and me personally, you know, that is to share the love of Christ with others. But it's also, like, really important in each season to ask the Lord, like, why do you have me here? What do you have me, like, doing in this season right. as well? No, that completely makes sense. I just... Um, wanted to clarify because you know some people think that this is it and this is all we have and when it's done it's done and in in that sense um it may not it it does in that sense it doesn't matter in the sense of it affects later things it matters in the sense in the sense of it matters for right now like this is all i got so i gotta right um so that's the only reason i was clarifying but if it would be okay i'd want to kind of move on to maybe what misconceptions you think other people have about Christians or what maybe you would want someone who's interested in Christianity who hasn't been exposed to it or someone who hasn't ever been to church or maybe has but only when they were forced to as a kid like Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. that if they came to you and said oh you know I've heard this about Christianity and that kind of turns me off what maybe your response to that would be, yeah. if that makes sense. I have a lot. Is that okay? No, yeah. I <laughs> would feel like there's a lot of misconceptions. I mean, religion in general, pick a religion, and there's so many misconceptions. Mm-hmm. You always hear about the bad stories. You never hear about, like, oh, this, like, really awesome thing happened. It's always, yeah. like, you know, the negative sides. Yeah, and um, I would say that since our country is a Christian country, um, that maybe there is more negatives that are, like, brought to the forefront, mm-hmm. more so than, like, like, let's say, like, judaism or like buddhism or like hinduism like those things the negative aspects that would be like present in culture about those things aren't as present in our culture as americans because we aren't a hindu you know we're a christian country so um it is you have the floor to say (laughs) absolutely anything and as much as you would like the the more the better to be honest so um (laughs) Yeah, you just say whatever you feel called to say. Yeah, I think the first thing is that a lot of people who ask me questions about my walk with Christ and my relationship with him, they're like, man, like, it sounds interesting and I'm intrigued, but I feel like, like, why, like, God wouldn't want me, you know, like, there's just a big, like, I've done this in my life, I've done this, I've hurt this person, all these things, like, almost like I feel like I'm too far gone. Um, And I think to that, I would just say that, like, there's no one, literally no one here on earth that will ever be too far gone for, like, God's love. And it's baffling. It's honestly baffling to me that we deserve it. Um, I mean, we don't deserve it, but, like, that he still died on the cross. That Jesus still literally went on the cross knowing that, like, I would do this this day and this the next day. 
you know, like all these awful things, yet he still did that on the cross. Um, so that's like one misconception of just like, oh, I'm too far gone. Um, I think, I think a more like wide topic would be like, so like politics, for example. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a lot of people are like, oh, if you're a Christian, you have to be conservative, you know, which I think. So by that, you mean like, you mean in the sense of social issues? Yeah. Like, by, I'm just defining the terms. Yeah. So, by conservative, you would mean in the sense of, like, traditionally um, having social views that maybe are more aligned with um, the past and not Mm -hmm. necessarily things that are progressive. Right. Okay. Right. Um, And I think, like, there are Christians who are conservative, but there's also Christians who aren't conservative, you know? And so, um, it's one of those things where you can't just, like, put us as believers, like, in a category, because mm-hmm. um, there's things on the Republican side, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I agree with that, but then there's also things on the Democratic side where I'm like, I agree with that, too, so, like, right. um, I think it's a mix, and so it's a misconception that all Christians are conservatives. Right, and I think that would also speak to the fact that um, different Christians maybe interpret the Bible in different ways. Right, oh, for sure. Right, and 100%. then I think through, through interpretation, that sort of trickles over into, um, maybe their social belief, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if that's fair. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I'm trying to think of some more. Yeah, Um. I mean, I could ask. I, are yeah. you okay with that? Oh, I don't care. Um. Just maybe, like, if someone didn't know anything about Christianity and they they were, you know, asking you, oh, you know, I have interest in, in learning about Christianity, like, where would you say to start? Like, would you say, oh, go into your local church, or is that not, you know, there's some religions where if you just show up, that's maybe not, like, the best way to go about it, or would you tell someone to research on their own online, or would you, you know what I'm asking? Yeah, yeah. So I guess if someone wanted to, like, start a Christian uh, journey, or, like, Mm -hmm. a way to educate themselves about the type of Christianity that you practice, maybe, like, should they just read the Bible themselves? Should they go to someone, you know? Um, selfishly, I would probably say that, like, I would love to hang out with them. Um, (laughs) that's just, like, my favorite thing to do, even if Mm -hmm. someone's, like, I really don't care, I just want to, like, hear more about it, but I don't think I'm interested. Mm -hmm. Um, I live for stuff like that. Um, but also, I do think, definitely, I would invite them to go to church with me, and that's intimidating. Um, you know, most churches, definitely mine, like, we sing songs in the beginning, and then there's a sermon. Um, and so the intimidating part is, like, okay, the songs are, like, you're at a concert, but you don't know any of the lyrics, you know, so that's awkward. Well, in in Judaism, it's not even in English, so... Even better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you're literally like, (laughs) okay. Right. Um, And then the sermon, like, kind of how I'm talking, there's going to be words that you're like, what the fruit does that mean? I've never heard that word. Yeah. And it's like biblical terms or whatever it is that you're like, this is like gibberish, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not making sense. So I think there's a fine line or there's a balance between the two. You know, like, inviting them to church, but then taking them out to lunch after and being like, hey, what'd you think about that? Like, what questions can I answer? Right. Um, and I'm not here saying that I know all the answers, because, <laughs> no. Right, no one knows all the answers. Yeah, literally not even close, but um, I think that's a good, like, stepping stone. But yeah, also meeting people and creating those relationships with people who you do think um, are passionate about the Lord and passionate about knowing about Him and going from there and asking them questions, like, Crazy or not, you know? So you would want other people to know, you know, if this is something you're interested in, then it's something you should pursue, and there would be other, there would probably be other people like you willing to 
give them information and, yeah. and talk about it with them in in general. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. could probably find a church right. with someone right who, who would be willing to talk to you about their relationship with Jesus and how you could maybe begin a relationship with yeah Jesus it's fairly common Jesus. i would say right okay mm-hmm. that's great um and then i've talked about this with you know in the other episodes and stuff just a little bit about you know what positive things um you feel like religion contributes to your life because no in my opinion no one would stay in a religion or any practice or group really that doesn't like contribute something positive to their right. life unless it's like a cult <laughs> right and they didn't know <laughs> right well i think even in, even in even in those situations i think people feel um that it's giving them giving right. them something right. um whether that be family a partner community a purpose i you know i don't know but um maybe what positive things you feel that christianity has has contributed to your life over time and you think it will in the future and also if any of those parallel greek life or sorority life um like an example would be in my opinion i think one of the best things about religion or even jewish person because it's it's a minority yeah um is sort of that, like you were saying, the language, um, you know, if I tell someone, I, I use this example before, but, you know, oh, I'm, I'm going to chapter and it was so long this week, you know, someone not in Greek life isn't going to know what I'm talking about. Right. But someone else in Greek life, you know, does know and, and can relate and can say, oh, yeah, we also have chapter meetings on Sunday night where we talk about our mm-hmm. future plans and how we're going to help our community and how we're going to support each other and you know, all the other things. So, you know, maybe if you would have an example or if, if there's anything that you think Christianity gives you that maybe also other groups can give you, if that makes sense. I think so. If I answer it wrong, you can just ask no. me again. <laughs> um, but yeah, being a believer and giving my life to Christ has been the best thing that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And I will say that till the day I die. Um, and then the best thing will be seeing Jesus in person. Anyways, um, <laughs> but so I you just... think so you think when you go to heaven that so just just to clarify not to yeah. break you up but um, that God God in His like viewable physical form is as His Son Jesus. God and Jesus will be there. Oh, so it's like two separate entities fully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so it's three in one. It's very confusing. Well, no, yeah, I know. Well, I've used um like the water analogy. Mm-hmm. It's like the easiest one to yeah. understand. Yeah. Um, just for if the person or people listening doesn't know what I'm talking about, right. the the water analogy is basically, um, in Christianity that that God is water and Jesus is ice and the Holy Spirit is um like water vapor. So essentially, it's, it's all water. It's just three forms of water. Um. And so that's that's the reason I was asking for uh, clarification because some some Christians believe that um, God and the Holy Spirit aren't like f- physical forms or like viewable forms. Um, I don't even... think the Holy Spirit is. I'd have to look at more scripture because right. the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. Like once you accept the Lord right. as your Savior. Anyways, so that's um <laughs> that's the only reason I I stopped you. But yeah, please continue with um the positive things that you feel it contributes to your life. You were just saying that, you know accepting Jesus or finding Jesus is like the best thing that's ever happened to you so yeah um I don't know like life 
I would not say has gotten easier since meeting the Lord because um, that's just like a false I guess that's another misconception that you meet the Lord and your life's perfect and like la right. la um, which is like been far from true um, I think honestly most times it gets harder because the enemy like sees that you're like following the Lord and he's like oh heck I don't like that let's bibbity bop throw these at you you know right um, so enemy would be like sinful situations the enemy is Satan so like yeah well, yes and no, like, yeah, he can throw temptations at you, but also he can literally just, like, create bad things, like, he can only be one place at one time, but Satan's real, and, right. you know, um, but, sorry, that was, like, a little rabbit trail. No, no, I, no, that's completely fine, and, and I, the reason I sort of ask the questions and, and encourage it is just because I want, um, the thoughts that, like, come to mind to, to be able to be verbalized, mm-hmm. um, so that's the only reason I, I encourage you, and, and the questions I ask are just, they're just guiding, yeah. you know, for, for um, all of the people in the episodes. So when we go down a, another path, that is encouraged, if not, you know, just accepted. So, Sweet. but yeah, um, you were basically just talking about how, you know, if there's something in your path or in your way, you know, it doesn't mean like when you accept Jesus, your life is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um there's still, like, problems. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but this is really hard to explain, but after following the Lord and, like, doing life with the Lord, those hard things don't seem as hard. Like, I still struggle with depression and anxiety. You know, I still struggle with a lot of health issues. But regardless of that, like, my hope is in Jesus. Right. Knowing that, yeah, I'm suffering here on earth and it's awful, but one, the Lord is still by my side. He has not left. And two, like, the day I get to heaven is the day that I am free of all of that. You know, heaven is perfect. Um, and because of that, it's like there's hope at the end. So it's kind of like light at the end of the tunnel in the midst of struggles. Right. So that, so basically a positive thing would be like an, an end, an end goal or, or not, a, not a reward. Reward's the wrong word, but, <laughs> but sort of like, um, this, like always having the support, right? Like mm-hmm. God is always supporting mm-hmm. you. God is always guiding you. And like, there's a community of other people right. who believe the same thing, who are right. also supporting and guiding you in the same direction that you would like to go in, and you're doing yeah. the same for them. Yeah. Right. And even um, in scripture, it says that someone was going through a hard time in scripture, and literally the next line, the next verse is, Jesus wept. Um, and that's a picture of, like, when we are going through hard times as humans, like, the Lord is right there weeping with us. And that's such a beautiful picture of he's not a God up in heaven looking down and being like, oh, well, this, that, that. Like, no, he's, like, literally with us walking through this life. And that's the beauty in it of, like, we don't have to do it alone and we're not doing it alone. Right. And I would say to me that that, all, that sounds like um, maybe, like, the sisterhood that I found in yeah. Kyle or, yeah. or just um, in groups in general, you know, you have – other people in your life to sort of like be alongside you right not pulling you from the front and not you mm-hmm. know sh- pushing you towards something but sort of next to you through your journey of like college or like your season right of college right I know that seasons like a you know like the seasons of your life and god is there in the seasons yeah. of your life um so that would like seem to me you know giving you maybe a sense of purpose a sense of community you know in kyo and in our sisterhood, we go out and do things to better our community. Right. And that gives me a a sense of purpose, regardless of a higher power. Like, I see the work 
that I'm doing in someone else's life right in front of me. I mm-hmm. know that I'm helping someone right now because I can physically see right. that I am doing that. Um, and so to me, like, that just sounds like, from what you're saying, it's something that you can also find, like, in Greek life or in, like, another community that maybe, like, isn't religious. Yeah. Like, um, along, like, coupled with it, not as mm-hmm. a replacement. Right, 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 right. But, like, something else in your life to sort of enhance that experience or, like, continue that experience of community. Yeah, I mean, the only... I, like, didn't know if I wanted to be in sorority or not. I was really debating it, but I was a transfer student, and when I transferred here, I was like, well, shoot, I know, like, two people. <laughs> and it's 20,000 people here, you know? And, and you so wanted a community. I wanted, like, I really wanted a community. Um, and that was, like, my main reasoning for grow- going through recruitment and, like, pushing myself to do that, which was terrifying, but... That's really what I've, like, found out of Chi Omega. I mean, more than that, like, it's just an amazing organization nationally. And here, like, we have amazing sisters who are really supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, but that sense of community and, like, home away from home has been, like, super encouraging. And I think it's just cool to go through college and know that, okay, I had a bad day, but I also have someone to talk about it with. You know, it's not just mm-hmm. I'm tackling it alone. Like, I have someone walking alongside with me. And I do think that it is really similar um, with my walk with the Lord. So yeah, for sure. Right. Well, before we end, I'm just gonna like allow, um, you, if you want to say any like closing statement or, um, if you want to talk about, you know, anything else that I didn't ask or mention, or even like a question, just anything that you would want to say, um, I'll just sort of turn it over to you. And like, if not, that's totally fine too. You just (laughs) whatever you feel and like if you want to say like something of encouragement to other people if not um you know that's fine too some people have used this as like a way to be like oh if you want to research you know my calling then you know do so if not yeah yeah is there anything you want um I would say that like I'm one human like Mm -hmm. all my answers are not going to be perfect you know and there's more to search and look into um and the best place to do that is scripture is the bible and so for anyone searching anyone like desiring to know more even if it's just like this makes no sense you know like turning to that is the best place to do that but um yeah definitely in my life like the lord has 360 my life and i'm thankful but yeah thanks for letting me do this awesome yeah no thank you so much martha um and thank you for listening to this episode of sister spirituality podcast Don't forget to subscribe to hear more episodes and I'll see you next time. Thank you.